0: I have no words like this this is just how he concocted this how he came up with this and then how he he, he brought each of their different lines and storylines into the way they you know the sax the strings the the romantic the sultry the the more bombastic uh, gangs it, it made it work that the one dimension that is common amongst all five is tonight Five of 20 digits scene review podcast i have myself david and alex hello as always every week we pick a scene each week and we review each one and i believe with the odd episode
1: it's you alex that gets to go first yeah that's right thanks david okay so for this episode i've selected the movie called triple threat on, which is available on Netflix. Um, the, uh, the sequence that I'm, I'm looking at is a uh, showdown uh, sort of thing at the, towards the end of the film. And this location is uh, sort of a, an abandoned building that, uh, that they've selected. Um, all the scenes uh, in this location, uh, they exude this, all, the, all the fights rather. In this location, they exude this this uh, sort of East versus West theme that's found really through the whole film. You've got the the three uh, protagonists um, who are, are Eastern in ethnicity versus the three antagonists who are Western, and you could see it even in the casting that was done, where the, um, the Asians are are sort of smaller but faster, you could say, uh, versus the, the size and strength of uh, the Westerners. Um, the particular sequence I'm looking at is, say, the end of the firefight where the, the characters uh, stop using their firearms, their guns, um, and, and begin to hand-to-hand combat, up until uh, what the a point in the film where the one of the characters falls off a balcony. So it's about a three-minute sequence. Um, uh, this sequence highlights the the fighting ability of the primary villain, um, Scott Adkins, um, and at, at one point he even... Um, Goes one on two and still succeeds. Uh, and what I liked about this uh, this film, really, but in, in the shodan area, is uh, the range of fighting styles that, that could be found among the characters that are involved. Now, no, no expert on this, but I think I could see some some Thai, some wushu, some kung fu, some taekwondo, and stuff. And there was just uh, a, a nice or an impressive mix of, of not just punches and kicks, but elbows and knees they'll let some acrobatics in there like aerial kicks aerial knees and elbows um, spinning and twisting uh, and and even like an aerial throw where um, the the character uh, kind of grapples or grabs the the other one with his legs uh, around the neck and stuff and throws him down Um, an aerial multi-kick where uh, jumps up and before landing kicks kicks one guy and kicks another one and then lands So that was pretty good. Uh, I liked the camera work that was involved in here, where uh, at one point um, there was just a free camera where the cameraman is is probably standing maybe three, four feet from from the action and just is following as best as you can. Got the the motion sway and so on, just to to give the viewer a more action feel to what's going on and getting up close. Uh, Occasional slow-mo to highlight a move. Um, And I I recall, I think even there was, point where they edit a kick and they just they kind of re-show the same kick from one or two or three uh angles in quick quick succession just to kind of punctuate it uh shout out to the choreographer for this movie which was tim Mon. he's kind of a he's a, a mix uh, of uh, swedish and asian parents and, and you could tell uh that the his knowledge and, and uh skill in in multiple um Martial arts styles uh, came into play here in this film. So overall, uh, I really liked it.
0: That's so kind of nice, actually. So that's maybe part of his influence as well in the scene, using Western and Eastern styles, um, mm-hmm. and growing up to that. So yeah, a nice pick. I mean, it's a complete different change from what we've done in the past episodes. Is a, is a fight scene? Um, you know as well as I do. This is a this is a very much dear to our hearts. When it comes to fight scenes we've been watching uh, kung fu movies fight movies for a long time and uh i personally love looking at uh these types of scenes uh, i i honestly believe and i said this in an earlier podcast the subplots of uh of fight scenes are very very important to me anyway and so it was nice to to get our first one on the belt so to speak to, to review this one uh, i did notice that uh, it was tony Ja. That was the uh, main character, as well as Scott Atkins, both who are decorative or excellent characters, uh, excellent martial artists in their own right. Uh, I remember when Tony Chow first came on scene. It's almost—I wouldn't say he was a replacement of Jackie Chan, but uh, he certainly brought that new edge to it, a sensational, brutal Muay Thai, uh, you know, that stuff to the to to the camera, and that was you know, very entertaining to watch. Um, and very different to watch as well. So it was nice to see that. I, I admit, though, I have not seen a movie like none of his own box. I think I'm, I'm overdue to do so. Mm-hmm. And Scott Atkins is, um, you mentioned him as well, also a very well-respected actor, uh, at least within the martial arts regime. I think he was actually handpicked by um, Donnie Yen to do a band for uh, as the antagonist there as well. So uh, and I think he's worked with... Uh, even when, um, uh, the famous uh, choreographer who did Matrix, as well as just a legend and so forth. So um, you know, this, nice. these guys are, they know what they're doing. They do it very well. Mm-hmm. You can definitely see the Muay Thai there. You can definitely see the kickboxing, which Scott is is uh, his claim to fame is. And so it's, there's, it was nice to see, certainly. I mean, for me, I have a pretty high expectations when it comes to fight scenes. Um, but um, you know they, they, they carry that torch well. So it's nice to see. Nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, my turn, I guess, and a little bit different from last week as well as very much different from the one that you picked. It's, uh, it's an older film, West Side Story, 1961, best picture. Uh, in my view, probably one of the best films that it was ever made uh, for many different reasons. Uh, whether for the music or the dance numbers that are remain hallmarks and stand apart for most of film today, uh, it was an easy choice, and I see myself picking more scenes from this movie in the future, in the near future. Uh, there's just so much to pick from, but today I did decide to pick uh, the tonight quintet scene from the movie. So not the duet where it's only uh, Tony and Maria. It, it's actually a five-part um quintet sung by maria tony anita the jets gang and the sharks gang uh it's just uh, some credits here the music by leonard bernstein just an absolute stroke of brilliance from from this composer as well as uh, lyrics from stephen Sondheim, which i would say equally uh um complementing the music there Uh, i think from the very beginning um it strikes a chord for me, no pun intended. Uh, it also has a personal uh, attachment for me and, and Alex too, because he and I actually uh, attempted to sing this in, uh, in an amateur sort of you know a college university uh, cabaret where we uh, <laughs> we decided that uh, well now we we didn't decide but this is one of the numbers that we did, and it was probably the most challenging number to date. That I've ever done, and I'm not an accomplished like vocalist by any stretch of the imagination. But you know, I can carry a harmony here and there. But for an amateur, this was wasn't even doable for me. It was it was so difficult. And we can get into the specifics later. But in terms of the scene itself, I think it's it's just um, I, I don't I don't have a very few words of just how amazing it is. It's just how it starts off with the jets, the sharks. You know, they've got their their brass and their percussion um, you know got going in the background and that sort of resonates throughout as the themes were out and then you you have um, uh, Anita coming in with the saxophone and then Tony and, and Maria with more of a strings uh, usage for more of a romantic feel so each of them bringing their own storylines their own agendas into this one song but the, uh, the part that really uh, makes an impressive uh, statement in music for me is how it comes together. So each of them start off and introduce their parts, but then how it comes together is just amazing. Uh, You have the, um, I think it's, I I forget the sequence of which how this happens, but I think it's the Jets, there's some talk, and then Maria starts singing in the background in her same romantic theme, but again, over the while you have the Jets, Anita, and the Sharks kind of in chorus coming together. Uh, And then of course Tony comes in there too, again from his point of view, again from a romantic point of view. So the Jets and Sharks of course are going to rumble, Tony thinks he's going to break up the fight so that they can get together, Anita has her own agendas with Bernardo. Um, So very very different things all coming into one song. And the part that makes it so difficult to sing is the dissonant chords that lead up to the final chord. Uh, to this day, if you don't have a sharp ear, it's just—it's almost impossible to maintain that line while others are trying to sing at the same volume uh, at the end. So anyway, I think this the reason why I wanted to bring it up this episode was just to, to remark on, on the music specifically, the direction. So I don't want to take away from that. It was masterfully done. But uh, I every time I could rewatch that scene over and over again. It uh, so anyway, just I'll stop there, Alex. Just mm. thoughts uh, on that.
1: Yeah, I can definitely uh, echo a lot of uh, your sentiments there. Like uh, just the music alone, it remind what's visually happening on screen, which of course is has um, has merit as well. But just uh, focusing on the music alone, it's just the uh, the the use of dissonance, like to the extreme like it's really pushing the envelope of what what uh mm. typical music what you might expect and stuff where we're not just using the standard functional of chords of the one through seven and one of the, right. the tonics right. of dominant dominant it's it's just it's it's, it's, it's it's just going beyond that by uh you know not even just just switching majors and minors but g- just being like a semitone off than what you would mm. expect mm. Or, or you know mm. incorporating tritones in there and and you know chords that probably had like immediately adjacent like minor seconds people trying to sing just like the tiniest interval apart it was yeah and it, i agree when we performed it's super challenging and you know looking back in in, in hindsight or retrospect, it, it was probably just too ambitious for the the cast that we mm-hmm. had but you know we there were some there were some folks on go, there though
0: i i will say that there's there were some folks on there that could, could absolutely hold their own I mean, mm-hmm. I think it was more the, <laughs> the notable people <laughs> in the crowd yeah, it weren't sure. uh, that weren't as experienced. That I don't yeah. have, like, I mean, I can carry, like, if you if you start off, with, you know, with a note, I can hit the third. I mean, that's very, very basic. I mean, but I can't, like, I can't find that sixth or that second. It, it, it's not easy to do. Like, you have to yeah, have yeah. a very good ear to be able to nail that. And, and when you have others at full exactly. volume... You, you, and you, you can't find it, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah for, sure. for sure. You have to kind of, you have to find your line. And if it's not there, it's, it's gonna be off. And I remember the first night we did this, it was off. <laughs> the worst part is the last chord in the song is off. It's just so terrible. <laughs> it's just so bad because the last yeah. lasting impression is 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 not a good one for the crowd, right?
1: Now that now that you mentioned, I think I remember distinctly how it, yeah, how it, what we were off on that on that final oh, chord where it was brutal. like Tony's character and then Maria's character holding the long, you know. Tied yeah. hat, uh, tie hole note, and then everyone else trying to also <laughs> harmonize on top of that, and if we didn't get it. Oh my gosh! No,
0: it was so bad. Yeah. But I, I think <laughs> the, the second night we nailed it, but the first, or uh, sorry, the first night we nailed it. The second we didn't. It was so bad. <laughs> it was <soft> awkward. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nothing. But yeah, fun of... times. Certainly, yeah. the 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 polyphony involved is is masterful on the part of
0: it. Oh, it's it's you know Bernstein, that, yeah. Like he just, yeah. I, I I have no words. Like this this is just. <laughs> how he concocted this, how he came up with this, and then how he, he, he brought each of their different lines and storylines into the way they, you know, the sax, the strings, the, the romantic, the sultry, the, the, the more bombastic uh, gangs, and how and he made it work. He made it work. And that and yeah. the, the one dimension that is common amongst all five is tonight. Right so that that was the core yeah. at the end. that was it <laughs> but it came together so yeah
1: yeah it's really good. time
0: sure. anyway it's i don't think it will, as i said in the earlier part this is not definitely not the only number or the only scene I'll be taking from this movie and certainly will not be the last musical number I'll be taking uh you know we uh, it, it, it's great to to acknowledge not only the direction to cinematography but also the musical aspects that are involved in these scenes so definitely wanted to make a point of noting that here in this episode good stuff all right cool so thanks for your time alex thanks uh, everyone for listening again we will have pertinent notes in the in the show notes below and the links and so forth so uh next week episode six i don't actually have one in lined
1: up uh, so i'll have to think about that one i don't know about you alex yeah, I me mean, neither. I don't I, I maybe have like a, a little bit of a short list that I might pick from, but um, I don't have a concrete pick right now. I'm thinking maybe something from K drama to mix it up. So ah, stay tuned for that.
0: Not all. Yeah. Nothing more than K drama. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Okay,
1: looking forward to it. Take care everyone. Yep, yeah, thanks for listening all. Bye bye. Take care. Thanks for listening. You can email us at scene at twenty digit.com and find us on YouTube by searching for twenty digit productions. And we're 20 digit on Twitter and Instagram. Note that our website and all our online IDs are spelled with numbers 20DIGIT. Thanks for listening to the 20 digit Scene Review Podcast.